This episode of Recorded is brought to you in partnership with the NYUAD Art Gallery and Art Center. The Creative Economy. The term refers to the interchange between ideas, intellectual property, knowledge, and technology. But it is an ever-evolving concept and resists being pigeonholed into a single definition. It has also become a bit of a buzzword in the UAE, especially in the last 15 years as the country began taking active measures to bolster its creative sector. In this time, several cultural institutions were launched that reshaped the local creative landscape, including the Louvre Abu Dhabi and NYUAD on Saadiyat, the Jamil Arts Center and Al Sirkal Avenue in Dubai, and the House of Wisdom in Sharjah. But launching cultural institutions is only the first step. The hard part comes when trying to engage with the public and inspire the next generation of artists, architects, software engineers, writers, publishers, and filmmakers. Maya Allison, the executive director of the NYUAD Art Gallery, says the energy directed towards the creative industries offers hope for an inspirational future. And this is one of the most exciting things for me about working here is that there's incredible passion directed towards the future and thinking creatively about the future. Um, and that once we sort of put our minds to it, you, you immediately start to see kind of the, the energy and enthusiasm and the sense of possibility. And it just becomes a question at a certain point of what do we actually want it to be? So for me, one of the things that I thought was really exciting was this commitment that's being made across different emirates in different ways towards investing in a creative economy, in the training that it takes to get to that. But even in the moment in 2007, 2008, when they were announcing the Sadiat projects and the museums, immediately in that moment, you know, there's going to be a whole push to prepare a future generation to staff those museums, but not only to staff them, but to form a vision for what a museum practice can look like if we get to start from scratch. How often do you get to start from scratch and really rethink from the ground up what can an exhibition do? What can a museum do? And why do museums exist? From the most sort of baseline financial reasons, why do they exist? To, um, you know, national identity, but also to uh, a sense of pride and a sense of home that the different kinds of cultural activities can engender in their community. Just as essential is gaining practical experience as part of student education. While the academic environment helps home deconstruction and analytic skills, internships and fellowships provide students the opportunity to immerse in their chosen fields in a real-world setting, giving them the necessary insight and inspiration to shape tomorrow's creative economy. As a curator, Allison says it's important, especially in a country with a burgeoning creative sector like the UAE, to nurture its own talents. There's a glaring deficit in Arabic-speaking curators here and understanding the language is vital to putting regional artworks in perspective. Immediately, the, the first challenge that I saw was if I want to curate an exhibition looking at the history of, say, avant-garde art in the UAE, which I did in 2016, it opened 2017, I needed people who speak Arabic to help me with that research. And ultimately, I felt that my feeling is that those exhibitions should be led by curators who are fluent in the language of the field that they're studying. My field is um, contemporary art practice and particularly creative artist communities. So in that sense, I bring my expertise to bear, but I, it really did require an Arabic speaking team. And there's a real, very, very small 
cohort of people who are curators of Arab art who speak Arabic. And this is something that we're hoping to grow. So we launched um, this fellowship program for a recent college graduate who is bilingual Arabic English and wants to have experience curating or working in a museum context, which we're essentially like a micro museum. We don't have a collection, but we function by museum standards. And for that, we uh, we launched it with Tala Nasser, who is our first uh, fellow, and that was funded by the David Webb um, organization from New York. Um, so it's the David Webb Museum Fellowship, and this rotates every two years to give people who could potentially become that future talent that we need a chance to see what it's like to develop their skills to also develop the questions that they want to ask in graduate school. So the plan is that they then go on to graduate school, become, you know, uh, experts in their field, and then hopefully come back and take my job. <laughs> Not my job, but, you know, by then I'll be ready to retire. Building a healthy creative economy often begins with building an inspired community. Allison says. Through various initiatives and programs, the NYUAD Art Center aims to nurture in its students both a sense of collaboration and give them work opportunities in their chosen profession. The David Webb Museum Fellow is meant to be a launch pad for future curators or people who work in the museum industry. And likewise, the Kawadar Fellow uh, is is also um, for a recent graduate uh, in order to develop their expertise in Arabic art publications for museums. So those two are the primary ones. We also uh, employ and train around 20 students per year to work in the gallery, to give tours, etc. And then on top of that, we are mentoring and partnering with um, different external stakeholders. So for example, um, the Russell Kaima Fine Arts Festival included a partnership with us for curatorial practice. So um, there was a pool of applicants who submitted proposals and then we selected one and then I and the David Webb Museum Fellow mentored that curator on her first exhibition, which she produced for Rakfaf. And likewise, I've worked for multiple years with the wonderful curator Munira Asayek, and that started as a mentorship relationship uh, when she was curating the UAE Unlimited platform, and uh, and I played the senior curatorial advisor and mentor. She's now become you know a fully fledged curator in her own right, um, and we recently partnered with her and with the Middle East Institute in Washington D.C. to bring art from the Emirates to Washington D.C. And it was art that was selected by her. And so, you know, we sort of see the development of uh, creative professionals and art museum industry professionals at multiple phases um, as a result of the years that we've put into this. So students that were interns with me later became fellows or went on to graduate programs. Aside from curatorial programs, there are also opportunities for artists from the region to be involved in work that has a much wider audience. Another area that we work on is with the Christo Award, which is an award given to uh, a proposal that is submitted to a jury. So the jury selects from often, you know, around 40 different proposals for uh, 
a work of public art. And then from that process, whatever is selected, we then oversee the production of it. So we're mentoring them on everything from managing a budget to a production timeline to how to think about, you know, necessary physical changes that that still speak to the aesthetic vision of the work to marketing and uh, public relations and so on. So they really get the full experience from proposal to delivery of what it means to make a work of public art. And that is done for us as a kind of teaching project um, in sort of outside. Again, they're not students of ours. They're usually from beyond NYU Abu Dhabi. Um, and we they pair with a mentor as well. In addition to what happens in the art gallery, the art center oversees a project space that functions as everything from student exhibition to senior projects and faculty experimentations. The space develops a relationship between local artists and local audiences. Really importantly, it has become a place where UAE-based artists often have their first major exhibition. So if, if you're an artist, let's say you're an amazing artist, but you've never had a show before, a gallery, a commercial gallery, isn't going to necessarily pick you up and start selling your work because first you need to develop a track record um, and so on. And the project space becomes a place where they can first really experience an exhibition without worrying about whether or not it's going to sell, without it having to be at a museum quality level, um, where they can get a new body of work up on its feet and see how it lives in the space with an audience. And this might be an artist who's never had a solo show before or one who has but wants to try out something that maybe... um, doesn't have another obvious venue. So we've been, I think we've had this incredible history now of the first exhibition by a number of artists that you would now know quite well. And one of the most exciting ones for me was Hashala Lemke did a partnership with Mohamed Mazrui, who's a senior Emirati artist. Um, and Hashal Lemke is a very a young rising artist. And this exhibition was really Hashal's doing. And he had this idea that they would work on paintings together and he would fly back and forth to Cairo and um, and then develop their paintings and sculptures that way and then install this show. It's not a show that you could have ever sort of pitched to um, through a formal context. It was really an experiment in collaboration, um, which made visible both of their works in a way that um, I think a lot of people hadn't seen it before. The visual arts seem to be the UAE's favorite child as it boosts its creative economy. But Bill Bregan, the executive artistic director at NYUAD Arts Center, says the other industries are just as essential in reaching that goal, each with a range of professions that are imperative for a well-functioning creative economy. But first, he says it is essential to reinforce them as viable career paths. I think with the performing arts, it's an even newer sector, uh, as Maya said, with the announcement of the museums and with Abu Dhabi Art and the Sharjah Biennial and Art Dubai, it created an understanding that that the visual arts world was a priority for the country and then encouraged people to pursue careers in it. I think that uh, there have been important festivals like the Abu Dhabi Festival or Abu Dhabi Classics for years, but nothing sustained in the way that is happening now with the Art Center and then with the reopening of 
Cultural Foundation, for example, or events at Menard al-Sadiyat. And so there is, I think, a similar need for more people who are trained and understand uh, performing arts administration and arts management as a viable career path. The question of, of what is the role of the creative economy fundamentally is that the arts are part of the economy and are subject to all the same issues regarding the enabling environment and questions of visas, for example, and the rolling out of the creative visa is really critically important because A, it sends a signal to people who are artists and creatives that this is a specifically valued sector that has shared needs, but also specific needs. Uh, I think addressing the freelancer licenses and make it easier because artists often tend to be freelancers, often pick up some kind of admin job or paid job that, that they do on the side of their art practice. And that that's something that is continued to be addressed. Housing is an issue that I think uh, artists are very sensitive to. If you want to be a full-time artist uh, early in your career, you need a really good place to live for cheaply and you want to be around a lot of other artists and artists of different types so that you can create new connections uh, both personally and with with your art practice and then around that what else do you need you need studio space recording studios or or visual art studios you need people who can print your work you need instrument shops so you can buy new instruments you need uh a really good cafe and a bar and places where you can socialize together. So I think all of those things work in tandem uh, and they work in tandem with the, I think the larger goals of the UAE to attract a really global community of people to work in every sector where a really vibrant cultural life is part of a high quality of life that helps the UAE to attract the best and brightest. So all of those I think are the larger issues for the creative economy. While Bregan says that it is important to nurture homegrown talents to spearhead the UAE cultural sector, he says it is also key to boost local talents on a global platform so that people abroad can get a glimpse to the narratives and experiences that are idiosyncratic to the UAE. On the more micro level, uh, similar to the gallery, the Art Center has a co-water fellow who is also really looking at everything we do and particularly looking at ways that we can deepen our relationship between the work of the Art Center and the Emirati community and looking at uh, how we do that on every level, from a curatorial level to a marketing level, communications, audience experience. Uh, we have a very vibrant uh, internship and student assistantship program. We are the largest employer of students on campus. And many of our alums have gone on to careers in the UAE. They very specifically want to stay in the UAE and they've gone to work at the Art Center and worked on our production staff. Uh, they've gone to work at the Art Gallery. They've gone to work at al Khala Avenue and the Russell Heim of Fine Arts Festival. Uh, they've become freelance curators uh, elsewhere in the country. So I do think that there is a growing that's happening both through the university student body as well as this postgraduate. And then we've also, over the past year, introduced a fellowship, uh, a program called NAMU. It's an artist development initiative that is supported by the U.S. Mission uh, to 
the UAE that is a professional training program for artists that is not about their artistic practice, but about everything else, about how do you how do you actually pursue your career as an artist? How do you address issues of creating your brand, building your team and your support structures, uh, funding your work? Uh, how do you negotiate contracts? What are the kind of what are the business practices that you really need to look at? Because we want artists who are based here in the UAE not only to have really strong, sustainable careers locally, but also be able to take their work abroad and tour it partially for financial sustainability and partially because there are really, really unique, specific narratives and experiences that people have living here that uh, a lot of the world doesn't really necessarily get to see, hear and understand the way that they should. And so artists are really incredible ambassadors. And I think we want to enable the locally based artists to take their work up and have that exchange internationally. Uh, and it's, I think, part of that same shift in the UAE overall to move from being an importer and a consumer and to really be a creator and a generator of, in this case, of great art and culture. Bregan also stresses the importance of developing a sharp business acumen in aspiring artists and creatives. Knowing how to budget and manage a project is key to ensuring a sustainable career in art, to elevating works to an international marketplace. The NYUAD Art Center formed NAMU precisely for this reason. An artist development program launched in 2021, NAMU hopes to instill entrepreneurial skills in its members, while also serving as a creative ecosystem of sorts. NAMU is a program that we created over the past year as an artist professional development program. I think we realized that the dynamics in the UAE are quite different from the dynamics in other parts of the world. And artists who are creating really great work here don't necessarily have all the same opportunities to learn by trial and error about how to really develop their careers. Uh, we're also really looking at how do you build a sustainable career that can toggle in between the UAE and other parts of the world. And so we created this program with support from the U.S. mission to the UAE as a way to address the, the professional skills, whether it is about how do you refine your artistic vision and communicate that vision, whether it's how do you build your team and who do you need? Do you need a lawyer? Do you need a manager? Do you need an agent? Do you need a publicist? Do you need a producer? And how do you identify those? Up. I think that for many people, the role of an artist as an entrepreneur is not always apparent when they decide to become an artist, but often being an artist means that you're running your own startup and often you're a startup of one. And like any startup, you need to then learn how to kind of expand so that you can grow your capabilities. Uh, and then you need to figure out what do you want to hold on to yourself and what do you want to bring somebody else in to help handle for you? And then there are all the questions about how do you build a budget? How do you manage a project so that you can make sure you see it through to completion? How do you then bring it into an international marketplace and tour it? How do you negotiate contracts? What are your rights as an artist? Uh, how does intellectual property work? How do you protect the work that you create to make sure that 
it can be used to, to support your living? Uh, and how do you work with a technical team so that they can really help you to realize your vision? So all of those are topics that we're looking at through NAMU. We very intentionally wanted it to be cross-disciplinary, that we're not teaching just musicians or just spoken word artists or just theater artists, but also recognizing that artists from different fields have a lot to learn from one another and to teach one another. And that also in the UAE, because uh, it's a still a fairly small ecosystem, it's actually those kind of cross-disciplinary conversations are really exciting that the art that is going to continue to come from the UAE hopefully won't look like the work that's coming from elsewhere because people are, are engaging in different ways. So we did that. We also very intentionally created a very international group of people who've got their roots uh, all over the world. We've got Emirati uh, fellows. We've got Filipino, Indian, American, British, uh, Palestinian, Egyptian. Uh, it really, I think, represents the UAE. But the thing that everybody has in common is that they are committed to building a career as an artist in the UAE. We really wanted that investment to go back into helping to nurture the, the local ecosystem. And we also were looking for people who are hubs within their own different networks so that not only are they learning themselves, but they're also then transmitting what they've learned to other people in their artistic circles. Thank you for listening to Recorded. I've been your host, Razmik Bedijan. Thank you to Bill Bregan and Maya Allison. To learn more about the NYUAD Art Gallery and Art Center's programming, please visit www.nyuad-artgallery or nyuad-artcenter.org. This episode was produced by Arthur Edison and Aisha Khan.